Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I'm Jill. And I'm Tara. And Jill, we have a very special guest. She does something that is so important and that I love, which is she makes shoes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. So welcome, Samantha Dong. She makes Ally shoes. And I shot a pair. I put them on my Instagram the other day. Samantha, first of all, they're so comfortable. So Thank you're right. You. you have made a good decision. And what what got you into the shoe industry? Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me here, Tara and Jill. Um, so my story is a little atypical, but maybe not. I did not come from the fashion or the shoe industry. I started my career in management consulting, so really more of a high heel heavy user, if you will. Uh, but I also hike and climb on the side um, in my personal time. So I went on this uh, hiking trip to Mount Kilimanjaro as one of the things I wanted to do on my bucket list. I uh, had a really great time, but unfortunately on the way down, I injured both of my big toes. Uh, it took me a while to recover. I couldn't really get into closed toe shoes for a good six months. Um, and, you know, even after that, wearing heels was just extremely painful. So I think that was one of those things where, to me, heels were never comfortable to start with. But after that injury, they were just unbearable. But it also made me think, uh, you know, we live in this super high tech, innovative world. But how come no one has solved this literal pain point for all women? Um, so, that's really what got me into it. And it seems like, I mean, you have a patent for your technology. And so yes. how did you, I mean, how did you create that? That's amazing. Uh, so it took a while. Uh, I think, you know, back to my story, when I first started, it was really more about talking to women around me um, and hearing about their pain points, what they're looking for, which really came down to, I want a pair of heels that I can wear everywhere. They need to be super comfortable, but also look good. So kind of style and comfort. Uh, and so when I was kind of thinking through it, um, I started just you know looking for brands that had traditionally made somewhat comfortable heels. Um, and so my first step was to really look for brands that I admire uh, and reach out to their creators. So I reached first reached out to uh, Jeff Henderson, who was the creator behind the Kohan Nike collaboration back in the days, and uh, really pitched him my idea. And he's a mechanical engineer by training. So he really understood how you can use innovation to kind of put a lot of things together from sneaker making uh, techniques into heels. And he then introduced me to Dr. Roxanne Clark, who's a practicing podiatrist, um, also a female doctor, which is kind of hard to find uh, in podiatry. And it was very important to me that we have a female perspective when design the, designing those shoes. So also met Sarah Jaramillo, who had worked with Jeff in the past and had experience with both sneaker making and uh, dress shoemaking. So we all came together from very various kind of different backgrounds. Um, and that's kind of how we started working together. And, and then it was just rounds and rounds of 
iteration and bringing women to try on our samples and give us feedback. So Samantha, I have, I also have a management consulting background way back when, um, and I also have done some startups and um, I'm curious to know from you how you got it off the ground. So I heard your, this sort of how you guys came together and started designing and prototyping, et cetera. But how did you, like, creating a shoe line, you know, with obviously multiple size runs and skews and colors and, and, and probably, I don't know if they're made here or international or what, but how did you sort of get it off the ground? Did you get outside funding? Did you guys bootstrap it? Like what was your kind of getting off the ground story? Yeah, such a good question. Uh, I will say it was a lot more difficult than I had expected, a lot more expensive than I had expected. Uh, But initially it was really more very small scale as we were still, kind of prototyping, we got a group of women together and then they told their friends and their friends. So initially it was just a community of women in New York City, you know, uh, who's very passionate about this project. Uh, I had raised a very small round of Precy and Angel uh, while I was in grad school to, so I could put a little bit in product development, I could pay rent and, and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, and then when we finally got something that we really liked, we ran a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. Okay. Uh, and I am a big proponent for that, especially if you have a product-based company, because it really gave us instant feedback um, to see, is there a need for this? And then gave us also revenue uh, and then later feedback on the first run of products. So I have a quick question on Indiegogo or crowdfunding. Did you... Did you guys manage that process yourself? I know that can be like a full-time job just to manage the crowdfunding process. Did you do that yourselves or did you hire an outside firm to do it? We did it ourselves. Um, I think one, uh, it was cheaper. We talked to some people who provide that service. And for us, uh, it was just financially responsible for us to do it. And also, I think us as the creators, we had so much to say. So uh, we really just couldn't wait to to put well, everything, all the stories um, and all the thoughts behind the project into that campaign. Excellent. And so where is the business now at this point in time? Yeah. So we, after that very initial f- round of funding, we have been bootstrapping. Uh, and so we're at a point where uh, we were, we were pr- we have been growing organically pretty well um, up until 2020, obviously, where it was very difficult, but we survived, uh, which I consider a pretty big win. And starting last year, we have seen demand really coming back very strong with you know, wedding. We have a bridal line, which has been very popular, people going back to work. Um, and so at this point, we're really more focused on growth, um, really getting the word out there. And uh, also, we we have been starting to grow out of our factory's capacity. Um, so we're also looking for the next stage of partner in terms of production. I have to say, as a personal stylist, people need shoes. Because of the pandemic, nobody was wearing shoes for about two years. So when in the springtime, my head was spinning because people wanted shoes. I mean, clothing too, but it was really shoes. 
I mean, we just talked about this on another episode, Tara. I I recently have returned to more of a corporate world with one of my clients, and I'm traveling to the office there, and I'm, you know, being corporate Jill. And I, I'm like, I have no, sh- I have no shoes. I don't have, I mean, I finally bought a pair of loafers, but I'm like, oh, I wear sneakers every single day and I cannot wear sneakers to this client. So it's so true. Like I think hopefully that's looking up for you guys. Yeah. And I will say one thing I've been hearing from people is after the pandemic, we're so spoiled by comfort, you know, wearing slippers at home, but at the same time, women want to celebrate with style. So there is this huge need for something that we like what we have created, which is really style and comfort at the same time. That's a very true statement. People still want to be comfortable, but they want to look good and they want to feel dressed. So what is the most popular shoe? Is there one that people tend to gravitate towards? Yeah. So it's still, our top seller is still our classic black leather pup, believe it or not. Um, we have so many, you know, vibrant colors and some of them do sell well, but top sellers still very versatile, the classic, uh, black leather pump. And that's the OG, uh, of our product anyway. Well, thank you. Well, first of all, I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Are you in stores? Are you only online? So we are only online right now. We do work with um, some marketplaces like Mary Shop and, and the alike. Um, we do in-person fitting in New York City. So if anyone is in New York, we encourage them to visit us at our showroom. Um, I am looking for um, boutique partners. So if anyone's uh, have any recommendations, I'm all yours. And so Samantha, if you could add one additional style to your line today, what would it be? Uh, so I am biased. We, we have quite a lot of new things coming, uh, starting, uh, I would say September. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say kind of, you know, so these, I'm going to keep it close for now. Um, <laughs> but one thing that we are very excited down the line is uh, a very comfortable pair of boots. I was just oh, amazing. Yeah, that, so it, it takes a while uh, to make it rise. So it give us some time, but that's definitely a uh, top one on my list. Amazing. I love a good boot, and I, so I cannot wait to see it. Same. Uh, I know. Boots are – because we wear them so much living in this environment, mm-hmm. right, in this climate. So, uh, Samantha, just let us know – let people know how they can find your shoe, if you don't mind. Yes. So you can go to our website. Uh, it's ally.nyc and you can see all the styles. Follow us on Instagram. Um, and again, if you're in New York, uh, you can come visit us. We have um, a place for you to schedule an in-person appointment on our website as well. And I posted a shoe the other day on Tara West Fashion on Instagram. So if you want to see, it's the wide pump, I believe, the wide heel. Um, so- Lock heel. Lock you. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> this is why I have Joe. All right. So, Samantha, thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you. And um, I can't wait to try your boots when they're ready. <laughs> thank you again for having me. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts cargo shorts. 
pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts, 